and the homies. Put your headphones on. Right. Or at least talk oh, to the yeah. thing so we can communicate. I'm back. Travis had a ton of energy. Yeah, well, that's you know, Travis is on. <laughs> so, are you gonna have a ton of energy, bro? I mean, you gonna let him show him up? That's your boy. He can have all that. That's hype. I'm gonna keep it real, bro. You don't believe in the hype. Never believe the hype. Don't believe in the hype. I don't even know that. I remember that. What's this, uh, what's this line looking like today? Lark. Since you want to talk about energy, what type of energy you bringing? <laughs> Producer in the corner, what we got? Hey, put the line up there for me. The what's the what's the writing on the wall? Lark fucks up his line. Okay, his intro line. <laughs> and how many <laughs> was it the other day? It was like four. Back <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. You definitely know. Let's set the let's set the line at uh, three and a half today. Yeah. It's like we coming apart. Jake, what you got? Over under. <laughs> I got the over. I'm pissed today. I'm going over. Ooh. I'm taking the under every time. But this time you've gone too far, Jeremy. No, no, easy. I was peacefully asleep. Actually, before we get started, oh yeah, me and Jake have a bone to pick with you. And counting myself in: three, two, one. Yo, 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 this is Jared Thomas, and I'm coming to you from the Whistles Podcast. This is the official disclaimer that all content produced on this episode is done by amateurs, and we are not professionals. As student-athletes, I think there are reasons why we can't, um, actually, never mind. Listen up and hope you enjoy. Let's go. Yeah, hey, I was cool. planning on being ready at six thirty, but what's the I hot news for today, Jerry? <laughs> oh shit, we gotta get this going. Yep, I mean, I'm so yeah, over, over. I'm taking it over, double over. So to get it started, everybody's taking it over. Be. That's messed up. Pref- yeah, pressure's really off now, Jeremy. Everyone thinks you're gonna fuck up. Take I think this up. is about the only thing you do right when you get yeah. on the mic. Yeah, the music. Whoa. Yeah. I got muscles like Superman training. Oh, this is the, uh, this oh, the Chance song. Chance. Where uh, Kuzma was, he was trying to get a little LeBron imitation. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up my pattern. Smoking on some shatter, got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, son, flatter. My baby mama's better. You look like Welcome to the Whistles Podcast, episode Mamba, number eight. That's right. Before we start, as always, we would like to thank our listeners. I am here joined in the studio today with my boys, Jake. Barely. <laughs> Jared. Lucky. Shout out, Andy. Yeah. Are you lucky I'm here? <laughs> Why, Jake? <sighs> Jeremy, Jeremy. The communication skills. <sighs> Jared, what, I mean, I, what, what's there to say about this? I was in a, a peaceful nap about 15 minutes ago. I uh, didn't think I had to be here for another two hours, but hey, we're here. Yeah. Um, somehow, he told you. You got to adapt, yeah. dude. Yeah, I adapt. guess so. You got to adapt. Well, to all the listeners out there, we have a very special guest in the studio today. Um, some people know this episode to be Kobe Bryant 24, but for this guy, take the two, put it behind the four. That's 4-2, Patty Fisher, That's clever, man. That's middle clever. linebacker Whoa. for the Wildcats. <laughs> 
Patty, appreciate you being What's here good? today. good? What's good? Appreciate yes, y'all sir. having me. So uh, we just wanted to kind of bring you on. I know Lark's got a whole lineup for us, mm-hmm. you know, but we like to have some you know, lighthearted fun before we get started in the All interview. Right. So we know you're a very stick-to-the-script type <laughs> of guy. 100%. What is Patty Fisher doing his free time? Music, listen to music. Uh... He's I'm reading off the script right now. I'm not much He's of a reading, reader. Reading, oh, reading interesting. Uh, no, this is this is off the dome. This is oh, off on the dome. Okay. Um, hey, get us some bars. I can't focus for a long time, so I can't read. I can read, but like, <laughs> I, can't, like I can't read for a long time. I said, all I need to read is pulling blockers. <laughs> read that playbook. Uh, nah, but uh, I can't um, sit there and focus and watch movies either. You know, I, I like a good movie every now and then, but mainly listening to music. Um, I like to be outside when the weather is nice. Um, when it's you know cold and I like to stay inside, but music I like listening to music. Um, you know, getting on genius. We talked a little bit about that oh, before no. the, we kick this uh, off, yeah. dissecting lyrics and just seeing how lyrics can apply to my life, um, and just kind of picking and choosing. Um, you know what what you know artists I like and you know the, their lyrics that are applicable to my my story. So yeah. Or less, dang, that's maybe that's sneaking a podcast yeah. here or there. You, I don't know. You like podcasts? Uh, I know this isn't. I know you listen to the Joe Rogan. I know we're not Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys got a ways to go, but uh, yeah. But we're glad that you're here. <laughs> you like our podcast or what? I've actually never listened to it. Oh, um, oh this is awkward. Can we cut yeah. that out? Um, I've only listened on to. Oh, I've only really listened to like three whole podcasts in my entire life. Fair enough. I've listened to segments on like YouTube, Joe Rogan's podcast, but. No, nah, I'm not a big podcast guy. I like music. Big music guy. Big music guy, yeah. Well, we've got a good lineup, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think that the, it's, it's very cool that you say you're a big music guy. I mean, we obviously talk a lot about music and what it means for us, and especially dealing with what this episode is. is it's called the pressure of expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, being a football player, being any type of athlete in the starting role, there's some type of expectation that comes with being that player. You're expected to make plays. There's like a lot of pressure that comes with it, but you know we're kind of here to talk about how you decompress and use music yeah. to your advantage. So yeah. like kind of taking us back to that, that what is it after freshman year where you're going to be a starting linebacker, you're replacing one of the best linebackers here, Anthony Walker. Yeah. What what tell us a little bit about the preparations? Yeah, I mean first off, pressure is real. Pressure is a real thing, and it can either turn you into dust or diamonds, and mm. you get you get to decide. That's that's the best thing about it is like you. You are the decision maker in that process. Uh, motive. What is it? What are we talking about? Pressure. See, Jeremy fucked you up with that damn question. Yeah. Was it question? Question? He gave you a whole life story, <laughs> and then at the end. So, how do you deal with pressure? You're you scaring him, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just asking, basically, what's some of the preparation that you use or some of that self-talk that you use? You take it back, you know, a year ago, around this time, where we're going into the Purdue game for that first time. I think one of the songs I... I didn't rely heavily on, but it was something that really I, I liked was like the, the, I don't know how much y'all listen to T Grizzly, but it's kind of one of the song to his first album was like, this is my moment was literally the name of the title. And it kind of about like how this is my moment. This is what I wanted. And especially dealing with that preparation for the first game and really perfecting my craft all off season. And, you know, just being really hungry to get that first win under my belt as a starter as well as just not only being a starter, but kind of having to replace JJ and all that pressure that was from that expectation of, are you good enough to take that? So, like, that's just kind of one of those ways in using music, I think, applying it to my life. You know what I mean? In that type of way. So I was just asking, 
from the standpoint of getting in the zone or something like that. And yeah, I mean, I got a when playlist you're going of through. songs. Yeah, I feel you though. Um, I think, I think I just listen. I'll just listen to music just just because that's that's who I am. That's what I've always done. I've always, um, even before I had an iPod, like I would um, iPod A. Yeah. I, would, I had a, com- I had a, we had a family computer, and I would you just get on there and there. listen to music videos and stuff. Um, but like, I, I hear, I hear what you're, where you're coming from as far as like coming in, and you got to replace Justin Jackson. And for me, I was sitting at like four or five in the depth chart when I first came in. Mm-hmm. Um, what about when you have to replace a walk though? Right, that's what I'm getting to. Like, oh, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I. I <laughs> I never really focused on that. Yeah, that those like thoughts came into mind, of course, dur- during the process, and I would be compared to him, and you know, even from Flynn or um, you know, coaches and other guys and players, you know, people um, who aren't you know doing what we're doing and and you know, going out there on Saturdays and playing. But I never really got sucked into that. You know, I got to be this guy. Think, I think the challenge and what I've really been working on and what I've really, um, you know, kind of found out is that you got to be yourself. And so what I, you know, have always struggled with but always knew when I was young going, you know, fourth into depth chart trying to climb up and, 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 and make a name for myself was just to be me, and right? And I know I'm not – I don't look like AWOC. He's, he's just a, a freak of nature um, as far as just, you know – his build and his athleticism. I'm just a you know a basic white dude who. <laughs> who, who yeah, I was thinking that I was looking at you. I'm like, Geez. right? You know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. he like you he, he he just look at him and he's like, damn, you know that's a that's a solid dude. But I mean, we have different playing styles. Um, two different people, right? Right. Um, it's just it's just about focusing on on you, and that's that's one so. thing I've always tried to do, and. Um, you know, it's it's been a battle, I think. But I think, you know, right now that, I, that I'm comfortable in my own skin and comfortable being myself, expressing myself, and not having to worry about what other people think, not having to worry about the comparisons, about what people are saying about the future, about this and about that, right? Staying yeah. staying present, staying grounded. Um, but music is just always something that's maybe not necessarily helped me in that realm, but helped me get back to um, ground zero in terms of, decompressing whatever whatever is going on in my mind and keeping me even keeled, you know, making sure that I'm motivated, making sure that I'm always thinking about my family back home, who I'm doing this for. There's people back home counting on me. And and I'm doing this for the love of the game too. You know, it's not just because uh, so-and-so, you know, said that you, you can go far and do this and do that. So I got I to gotta keep his word. But um, I'm doing this because I love it, you know. But yeah. um, music has just been – it's just been something that helps me get through those times. And, I mean, I got playlists on playlists right here. So I, I would say, like, <laughs> for myself. Trying to get like, real emotional. I, I got a, I got a lot of playlists, there. though. You went there. <laughs> I will say just a wide for me. variety of music. For, for me personally, like, my relationship with Patty has definitely grown just in these past few months. Um, we had the opportunity to room together. We went to Big Ten Media Day and all that good stuff. And obviously, for those who don't know, Patty doesn't really like talking to the media like that. Mm-mm. It's not because he doesn't like the media. 
It's just he doesn't like talking it's about himself. Yeah, it's right. just not um, me. And I learned that about Patty. This actually just came to me recently. Like, I always saw Patty and said what's up to him, whatever. Um, but Patty was always, has always been a super quiet guy. And you guys know that being in the locker room. Yeah. And I used to be like, well, why doesn't he talk that much? But <laughs> I think for him, he's like, if I talk, that'll bring attention to myself. And I never yeah. want attention to be on me. And I learned that just rooming with him at Big Ten Media Day and us just kind of talking through some different scenarios and, you know, really just talking through what was ahead of us for media day. So I know what we talked about during those times <clears throat> in the hotel room and just mm -hmm. talking about staying present and being yeah. present in whatever we're doing. So mm -hmm. how do you incorporate being present and staying present when it comes to, let's say, talking to the media or, you know, getting ready for a big game or really just – your day in and day out routine? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's not easy to do, you know, do these podcasts, do these, um, <laughs> these interviews and stuff. Like you're in, like, Jay, tough. you're a natural with it, bro. Like, I'm just going to be real. Like just you just got it. that, you just got that, that, that charisma, that, that whatever it is, you're just a natural. Like for me, it's just, it's uncomfortable. Right. So that's another <laughs> thing I've just been trying to work on too, is um, being, being uncomfortable, right. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And, you know, using those uncomfortable experiences to to grow and and just to learn, you know. Um, but how I stay present, man, geez, it's, it's tough because my mind, like how I'm wired is, is I, I want to I'm always thinking about the future. I'm always thinking about what I could have done to set me up in this position for a better for a better opportunity or what I'm thinking in the future as far as, okay, we got practice Friday. What am I going to, how's practice going to be? What are we going to go over? You know, what's the, what's the, what's the install that we're going to, we're going to do? Are we conditioning? Are we doing this? How am I going to plan this out and this out? For me, going through this experience in college is, uh, it's been a wild ride filled with ups and downs. Um, and I think I've, you know, I'm at a good place right now realizing that I'm not in control. Like I have, I have zero control other than the fact that I can control my mindset mm -hmm. and, how I act, right? How I how I treat others and 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 how I represent myself and my family and my team, right? Other than that, I could Can't God forbid I could yeah. be going home and, and get ran over on some real shit. Like I'm just uh, <laughs> someone could just hit me. I mean I'm just saying that's, that's pretty yeah. extreme. But it's like what do you mean hit you? Or me running yeah, over on the field. Like someone run, someone run me over. No, like in a game I, or like in a car? I didn't see you smack a couple of running backs. So <laughs> not, not me, if though. the truck were to run you over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what would happen. The truck might be feeling it. Yeah. yeah. No, bro, bro, bro. I'm talking about like on a bike. <laughs> oh, okay. You do. I've seen you on a bike. You look adorable out there <laughs> on the street. On your way to your internship, tuck your pants into your socks. Oh, you look good. Oh, my goodness, man. You look so cute at that internship. I remember yeah. I visited you at work. You look all nice. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Everson Polo. Moving on. Nice little khaki pants. So I've realized that I'm not in control. Right. But what I can't control is my mindset, right? Yeah. And how I'm wired and how I was just made, I got I to be able to stay present, right? So, I, I mean, I, and I've grown spiritually um, a lot, a lot, man, a lot. To the fact to to know that and to trust that God has a plan for me, right? Whatever it may be, I don't know if it's football, I don't know if it's teaching, coaching, sales. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with me. I I just don't know. But one thing I do know is that whatever moment I'm in, like I got to, I just got to enjoy it. Like I I never know what can happen next. I can't dwell on the past. I can't look too far ahead of me or too back. Like I I just got to stay in the moment. I think that. 
it's training me to be a better person. It's training me to be, um, to, to, to mature and to grow and to really take that next step in my life. Um, and I think it's all just the mindset. Well, that's what as Patty says, he gets little nuggets of information. Coach Fitz and Coach McGargo, <laughs> he just gave us all like nuggets of information <laughs> of what goes on in his mind. So. Yeah. Right. And, it's, and it's it's a lot going on in there too, which which can be bad. Which gotta you know you gotta see the right people to get it out get it all out. You know you can't just let those thoughts and stuff linger. Yeah, I mean our brain is wired to focus on the negative things rather than focusing on the positive. It's just the nature, bro. It's just the yeah. nature of this this world we live in, bro. Well, yeah, no, I think kind of one of the things you mentioned is kind of like you said how how much bigger and growing in your faith and how much bigger life mm-hmm. is outside of football rather you don't necessarily know what's going on you right. just got to have that faith right. and trust in the process and kind of going through that that same that experience a year ago and understanding that god is the same person that gave me these abilities to play yeah. football so well he's the same one that can take it away and right just like that you know what i mean yeah. so it's just having that faith to continue <clears throat> to believe in and always understanding that you know you've heard that you had a bright future ahead of you. Well, this is his plan for you to keep mm-hmm. that going. So it was like one of those deals where you kind of, <clears throat> after retiring, kind of understand that dark. There's always going to be a brighter day at the end yeah. of the, at the end of the tunnel. I think that's facts too. And it's you know I hear it all the time. Oh, you're you're going to the league, bro. You're going to be for this and that. Like, what do you know, bro? Don't drink the Kool Aid. Exactly. Don't drink the Kool Aid, man. That's Kool-Aid. It's too sweet. Uh, but it's just like, what do you know, like? I don't even know. You know, people were asking me, you going to leave this year? You leaving? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. I'm just taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. Whenever that, whenever that, that time is, is, is to come, then I'll know, you know, I, I, I'm fully faithful and confident that I'll feel that feeling, you know, yeah. and that's for every stepping stone in life for anyone really. Does it bother you when people uh, say that to you? I feel bit. like you get it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I get and I can't. It a lot. It's hard for me to put myself in that mindset because yeah. I probably said it to you, and I, nah. I definitely haven't had it said to me. But I think people just kind of say it without even thinking. Yeah, and I um, think it's a test too. Just, yeah. just as far as how how am I going to respond? Like these are these are my teammates saying this, right? You know, these yeah. are these are the guys There's that only, I you can't really say too right. much, right? Like, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Hey, I'm that, gone. That, yeah, that, and I can't be like. Bro, would you just shut the fuck yeah. up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna be a dick about. <laughs> like I, I, can't, I can't treat my teammates like that. Like, yeah. and that's just not who I am as a person. So I think it's a test, right? That's why he's being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you'll, if you pay attention, kidding. I'll be like, man, chill, bro. Yeah, Come yeah. on now, chill, chill. Like, you just spend, relax. You spend a lot of time with Patty. You know, you um, but like. I think it's a test. Like, how am I going to respond to my teammates? These mm-hmm. are the guys that I'm making sacrifices for on the daily, who I'm going out on Saturdays, laying it on the line for, who I'm putting my trust in and expecting trust back. You know, how am I? How, how can I go and treat you and and just swear you up and down, and then go expect mm-hmm. to you know have that trust on, the, on on the game on Saturday? You know, so it's like finding that balance. But it's like it's such a mental battle because you may you may be joking around saying it right, but before you had said it, ten other people had say, said yeah. it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and you don't, and you don't know that, but yeah. right, I Everyone do. Thinks they're being original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like it's a test. I th- I feel like it's just a test from, from God, from whoever. Like, how are you going to respond to this? How are you going to treat you know the teammates that respect you and that mm-hmm. you respect? And then somebody is going to listen to this, Patty. And come up to you right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bro, are you leaving? Are you leaving? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say. 
Yeah, yeah you're going to get both. Like, yo, I'm going to tell him to just check the podcast out. Check the podcast. There we go. Get the word of mouth. Free advertising right there. Thanks, B. I appreciate it. That's brand awareness, baby. people to... Getting back to this this aspect of having this trust for your teammates every single day as you're out there on the field. And one of the things that always, you know, you, you kind of go through what you grow through in that aspect of putting this time in and kind of understanding that no matter what it is you go through, you're going to grow from it. And I think I hate to I hate to bring it up, but just kind of understanding a little bit, you know, knowing your story a little bit. How much have you learned from just, you know, experiencing the loss of a father at a yeah. young age and how much that's helped you to keep going and understanding your purpose and why you play every day? Because I remember being in, being down there for spring break and, you mm-hmm. know, the famous, infamous porch, Halle Berry's porch. Shout yeah. out Hal. Hal's porch, baby. Shout out, shout out Trey. Shout out all the guys down in Katy. But oh just great people, man. Kind of how he started that tradition a little yeah. bit. But how you're kind of – but now that he's gone, we still go there all the time. But mm-hmm. how does – how much of his legacy is still living on within you and why you play yeah, every day? 100%, man. Um, you know, growing up, <clears throat> before I even hit high school, bro, I was – just so lost and I felt like I was just so down and out like I had I had seen three close family members and their their corpses like their dead bodies you know I saw was my grandpa first then my father and then my my uncle which was my father's brother and that was all in the span of like maybe five six years um and just seeing like your your family fall apart at such a young age and you you can't do anything about it like you have no control and and you know family vacations start to become you know something that never happens and family sunday dinners or something that you know is becoming extinct like i can i couldn't tell you the last time we sat down as a family and just like broke bread mm-hmm. like we used to do you know when my dad was here um, but I think that, you know, his legacy definitely a hundred percent lives on with, within me. Like, um, man, I play this game for the love of, of the game and, and first priority that, you know, I love this game. You can't just, you can't just wake up for four years straight and do the shit that we're doing every day without loving the game. But why, but when I hit those rock bottoms, when I, when I hit those low points, those valleys that everyone goes through in life, it's, you know, you start to dig deep and, and you, you kind of assess who you are as a person and why, and what, what got you here and, and what you're really doing this for. Right. Um, and man, I just think back, my mom raised all of us, um, as a single mom, you know, my oldest brother was 18 and going off to college and we all have our, our stories as far as, you know, how that affected us um, when my father passed. But, you know, I think about my mom so much as to far as far as um, the warrior and the saint that she is. Like, she she had to raise four kids, you know, on her own, right? Mm-hmm. And and my oldest brothers, you know, one of them was gone, and the other one, Alex, loved him to death. He was just – he and he took the experience, you know, extremely hard. And he was, you know, very hard on me. So it was like – we didn't have a man in the house and I was, you know, killing myself because I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have anybody to look up to and I had didn't, I didn't have that role model. I didn't have that structure, right? I didn't, I didn't know what it meant to be a man. And I remember um, my, my freshman year and it was my, my, my older brother's senior year and I was on the scout team and I was basically just getting bullied out there by him and like going home and I, I could never, I could never go to him and seek advice, you know? And ask him, you know, for help on homework or anything, because the way he had took the experience was way out of left field. And it was just like, I didn't have any of that, that guidance, that direction. And it was just, 
it basically just forced me back into into a shell. Like I'm really I'm really a a very outgoing dude, yes, a very yeah. goofy guy who may not make it a lot of sense. Peanut butter, baby. <laughs> when, and I'm I'm that way around my close friends when I'm really comfortable. But I think going through that experience kind of stuck me in a shell. Almost almost felt like man, nobody nobody's really nobody really cares about you, bro. Like even your own family members, like your brothers, like they're not helping you. Like nobody nobody's really you know nobody's really there for you. That's what it felt like. Obviously, that's not the case. You know, my family, as we have grown and 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 you know, overcame those 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 um, those trials and tribulations, we've 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 grown closer. But it was just like we were we were so torn apart that, um, you know, it was tough to it was tough to really uh, stay grounded and stay unified, right? Right, right? So I didn't have like I just didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any uh, direction, which is you know, one avenue that I went to was you know my faith. Um, but man, my, my pops lives, he lives within me every day. And I think that, um, you know, I got a lot of his attributes. He was a, and I got a lot of my mom's too, a lot of my mom's side too. I think I'm a good half and half just going through college and, um, seeing, seeing who I am as a person. She's real empathetic. She cares a lot about people and their feelings, which I do. And my dad is real, real stubborn. He's a, he's a hard headed dude. Loves his family, no, 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 no doubt about that. But um, like, he's he's not gonna take shit for anybody. And I think that my old my older brother Alex, I don't know if you ever met Alex, uh, but he's a, he's a he's a freaking he's like a hammerhead shark. Like he just doesn't take shit from anybody. And and I think he's got a lot of my dad. Um, and my dad was a really hard worker the, till the day he he passed. He was working, um, you know, for the company that he worked for, and he was working from home, but he was still you know on the computer with his chemo bag. Um, just working, working, working. I think I got a lot of that too. I'm just a, I'm a work junkie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and, but I, you know, I figured how to balance that and and ways to ways to help me do that along the along this process. But I, I have a lot of his traits too. Um, but man, I don't have a lot of I have a I have a lot of memories, but I don't really have a lot of memories. If that makes right. sense, like right. he passed when I was when I just turned twelve, right? And some of my some of my most vivid memories were from like. 10 to 12, you know, 11 to 12 when he was, when he was diagnosed and like he was sick and like he came home and my mom and dad sat us all down and basically said like, there's nothing we can do about this. Like your dad has six months to live. And it was just like, and I mean, I couldn't even like, I, I didn't know what the hell pancreatic cancer was, but like just hearing that your dad has six months to live is like, like what the hell, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I think, I, I think uh, I have a lot of him that lives within me. Um, I know he's watching over me 100%. There's there's a reason why I'm here at Northwestern. Um man, it's it's crazy this, just to see the blessings around me, see the people, my family. It's crazy. So, yeah. 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 I mean, just to kind of continue on that family aspect of it and it'd be a shame for me to not mention Travis Lock and mm-hmm. kind of having him around and having that that sense of, you know, becoming a product of your a product of your environment and how We've seen him completely change yeah. from a year ago and growing in this space. Yeah, so, how, what, is, what is what is it like having someone <clears throat> like that, and how has he influenced you in your life and having his family so close to you? Man, his mom is like my second mom, and shout out to Trey Turner's mom too, because she's yeah. basically yeah. my second mom too. Um, just a just a great family, man. Um, that whole Whitlock family is just so so carefree, so caregiving, bro. Like. 
they're they're they've always you know treated me and 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 took care of me and took me under their wing and just just pay for pretty much anything and everything like if I was with Trav and we're out to eat like they're picking up the tab vacation and you know Orange Beach like they're picking up the tab you know it's so um, whatever I do, like I'm always thinking about them too. I got I got to make sure that they're paid back too, right? But Trav is just Trav is a lot like his dad too, you know. Kurt yeah. will it be? <laughs> um, but Trav is Trav is a dude who pushes me to, to to make me better, right? Without even really trying. I think that our personalities and you know who we are as people really really matches well, and I think we complement each other. He's someone that um, you know is going through this 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 real real drastic 180 change right for the better right and yeah, i see and i see better, yeah. yeah and i see that and that and as a person who i am like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go and see because i'm very observant you know i, I, I sit right. back and i watch rather um rather than just going and jumping in the and 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 learning through you know learning from the first try i sit back watch how other people do it what can i change about that what can i change about this and then go into it right but i see travis do something for the better i'm not gonna sit there and not not want that same thing, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit back and, and not want something that's good, you know, and I know that it's good what he's doing. You know, I was born and raised a Catholic and I know like I know God is real, right? And what he did was basically something that I'm still working on and that a lot of us, you know, haven't even attempted to try. And that mm-hmm. this is this is like such a big maturity step for him as far as this is what like this is what like grown ups do, like when they're like grown men and they've got family to take care of and the sacrifices that they're making and stuff. It's crazy to see how much, excuse me, how much growth he had attained in such a small period of time. So I think we complement each other very well, and he pushes me to get better, and I push him to get better in some areas. Um, but I look at him; he's a leader, bro. He's a leader to me. You know, not only a brother, but he's a leader. Um, like I said, he pushes me to to be better every day. I look up to Trav. Yeah. I really do, yeah. I feel like this whole time I was just like getting smarter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was soaking it all up, right? Like, I'm taking notes. Digesting. <laughs> like, you weren't typing, shut up. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think the, the thing that resonated with me the most is, you know, obviously, God rest his soul, your, your dad passed mm-hmm. away when you were 12. And yeah. I can relate to that just from the standpoint that my dad's father passed away when he was 12. Mm-hmm. And just those same experiences that he shared with me growing up. And yeah how much it meant to him to just be in my life and be there yeah. past 12 years old was a lot for him. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's more than just the football and the Northwestern and all that other stuff. I think it's just about being a good person and being there for the people that are in your life. 100%, and I right. think that's what you you see from Patty on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, he already touched on it, but just you know, trying to be a blessing to each and every person that he comes in contact with because – at the end of the day, people only remember how you treated them. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think that you know that's why I got a lot of my mom in me. I think I probably got like what seventy thirty if I had to <clears throat> put a divider on it between 70, my mom and my dad's trades traits. As far as like having seventy percent of my mom's side, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, seventy thirty. Yeah, of like my mom's. I thought you said like, like character traits, like no, 73. seventy three. Like, that's a weird number. Um, because my mom is is so <laughs> grounded in how you treat people and who she, cause she watches kids for a living. Mm-hmm. Like she sacrifices hours and weeks and gets minimum pay. Like she just does it because she has love for the people that she's caring for and their kids. Right. But I think a hundred percent, like who you treat, how you treat them. I've always gone by the standard of you treat the, uh, 
the custodian, the janitor, the same as you treat the CEO, right? We had uh, <clears throat> our fresher freshman year, may have been retro sophomore year, we had a, a janitor that I really got to know um, just from seeing him around the facility all day. His name was Andre. Um, and, man, I, I, I only got to, you know, ex, you know, see him around in the fall. But, man, whenever I saw him, like, he had a big smile on his face. And he I had a big smile on my face whenever I saw him. Like, we just yeah, we just I had a little so. connection, and it just was like a little, you know, a little bright light in the day. But I think 100% is how you treat people. That's – that's something that you know that you leave behind and and in your life when you when you leave um whatever it is your job or when you you know leave this earth bro like whatever you leave behind i think a lot of it is is how you treat people and another point that i wanted to to point out was like oh people have this like image or this kind of perception that oh i'm a i'm a big 10 middle linebacker you know, I must be, I must be, a, yeah, you, you know, know a, big, a big jock, a big football, football. Doesn't you know read or anything. Yeah. Right. Doesn't read. Well, <laughs> I can't read. Who's oh, just, who's just some big, some big dude who's just a brute, who's a beast, who's like the life of the party and this and that. And we're, uh, we're you know, what's real. I mean, I've had my times, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Come that's, on, that's not who I am as, you know what I'm saying? It's just people have this false, um, facade. Exactly. A hundred percent. Um, and I think that's that's what makes me unique. You know, I'm I've been told by a lot of people just keep being you, keep being you. And and this was at a time when I didn't really know who I was, right? I didn't really know. I wasn't self aware of who I was as a person, and I was just it was just naturally coming out, right? Um, but people obviously saw that. People just kept saying, "Be you, man. Just keep being you." And then it's just like, well, who am I? You know, you right. gotta. I think college is the best experience as far as knowing and learning about yourself, you know, knowing who you are, uh, being a student athlete and going through those tough times is like really lets you know who you are as a person. I think that's a, yeah. That philosophy you just touched on too, with treating the gender the same as the executive or whatever yeah. is also huge when it 100%. comes to the culture and character of our team too. And even if, um, like there's different levels of there's people on the team that are stars. There's people that are coming mm -hmm. in as freshmen that haven't played. There's different when you come in, everyone's at a different level. Yeah. And I think that's just as important. And I think that you've done a great job of that too. Yeah. And I think if I've noticed uh, a culture shifts from our freshman year until now, it's that uh, more attention has been paid to the the young the guys that might guys, not always get uh, the same light as the the starters of every single game. And I think. Uh, Guys like you, your leadership has been a big part of that, and it's, I think it's been really important for our team. I appreciate that, and I think, you know, I think that's true, and I think we also got other guys, too, you know, that are doing the same thing, like my brother right to the left of me, Jared. I think we got other guys who are doing the same thing um, as far as just taking the youth under their wing and, um, you, know, not, you know, not necessarily babying them or pampering them, but, you know, showing, showing that, you know, these, you're our teammate, right? We care about you, right? Um, and then once we get into camp, you know, it's going to yeah. be, all right, let's, like, let's put some work in, you know. It's not going to be all sunshine and smiles. But at least showing them the path. Exactly, right. 100%. 100%. I think ultimately for, you know, anybody who serves as a leader in their position group on the team, I think you just want to shorten the learning curve mm -hmm. for young guys because that will ultimately just put the program in a better place for years to come. You know, I think yeah. about that with my little brother all the time, like, no matter what I learn, we play two different positions, but no matter what I learn, it's just about conducting myself as Jared mm -hmm, Thomas, conducting right. myself as a football player, conducting myself however, 
I'm always sharing that knowledge with him because I don't want him to make any of the mistakes that I made because that would just be idiotic on my part not to share with him and then on his part to not listen to me because I've been through it. You know what I mean? So I think that holds true for all of the guys that come to the team. Like if we can shorten that learning curve and bring them along a lot quicker, I mean, that just expedites the process for them and success to, you know, come for years on years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I think I, I love that story because I think back to a time when, um, when I was like 14, 15 years old, I get moved up, you know, to play varsity as a sophomore in, in Katy, Texas, Katy High School, Katy, Katy football. And, um, <laughs> I've got an older brother who's who's going through the who's been through the process right who who knows what it takes but didn't shed any knowledge any light any wisdom you know whatsoever so I think everyone learns differently and it's good to have those those times of trials because that does that does really you know produce perseverance you know I think it's important that the that the older guys step up take the younger guys under their wings because that's how things are shifting and you know I think that's the culture that we have right now. And especially just kind of with what you're talking about with being that leader for the younger guys. And one of the things that I, I think is very important for people to kind of understand is before you're able to lead these other people, you have to be able to lead yourself yeah. and kind of know what it is on that journey to that journey yeah. to greatness and the journey of success and what it takes and kind of being able to understand, like you talked about, with knowing who you are. Because, you yeah. know, before you lead 100%. yourself, you got to know who you are and kind of just thinking of what J. Cole says in the song Love Yours, you know. That part is so instrumental in kind of understanding that you're never going to be happy until you love yours at the end of the day yeah. because you're, there's so much comparison. And I've said it before, Jared. What did I say? Comparison's what? I don't know. Jared. Say it again. <laughs> oh, dang. I thought you would have remembered. No, but comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what it's right. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's true. I'm over here just right. watching myself do some football things and <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to coach myself up. That instance of – Comparing yourself and kind of knowing who you are, and you after just playing that that first year of football, kind of getting it back after missing redshirt or redshirting freshman year right. because of injury, and then finally getting football back and thinking that was going to make life better, but still kind of not feeling satisfied, so feeling like this type of the the type of void and understanding like what's going on, and it wasn't until I think we went to. Texas in spring break and mm-hmm. just saw and saw the brotherhood and yeah. how much our team and our <clears throat> class got together and bonded and understood that and then seeing how you guys and Travis and Pat like seeing your families interact and kind mm-hmm. of thinking of how you have so many close friends that you just gotta see every single Blessings. day and it makes me start thinking of the boys that I got back home and kind of you know makes like you appreciate th- it, it makes more, me appreciate huh? it a lot more yeah. and that's and that's just something that's so important and kind of creating that that understanding for why I'm doing what I'm doing is for the people that has been with me for the entire yeah. time of my life. So it's like just kind of understanding uh, the purpose is bigger than what it is from through the appreciation of, you know, loving essentially what you have in, in your life and not necessarily comparing it to others. Is this yeah. home like Cincinnati or? Yeah, home else? Cincinnati. Okay. Oh, okay. From Bone All Drive. Fire, from Bone Drive Fairfield. to Firestone Drive. That's the only one in Fairfield. Cary Hill. Oh. You got Buttercup <laughs> Lane. I start throwing them all out there. You know, I was just wondering. You hanging out hey, with shout at out the Cincinnati Road, Mills Road. Mall, all those open stores, <laughs> yeah. thriving areas. Yeah. Cincinnati. Y'all got a Cincinnati Mills? Yeah. You got a Katie Mills. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no. no Cincinnati Mills. Hey, P, they're completely different. Have you been to Katie Mills? Yeah. No, yeah. we've. Have I? At least. Cincinnati Mills no, is an no. empty mall. There's one store, Bass Pro. And the whole no, they've got a workout thing in there. Oh, okay, <laughs> Patty, tell me, tell me <laughs> something about. Town of I know we're, I know we're about to wrap it up in yeah. a little bit, but just real quick, just we'll give me a little sum, uh, just a little uh, 
a little touch of knowledge about what Katie's like. I hear Katie, <clears throat> Texas, Katie football. Wish all the time. I was just, home in Texas. Just give me a little. That's nothing, bro. I mean, it's just, it, cut, that uh, cut that out. <laughs> the history of Katie is uh, it used to be Cane Island before mm-hmm. it was Katie, and it was Cane Island because it, it had a bunch of sugar plantations. Okay. Um, it was a it was a big sugar field with a bunch of sugar cane, um, and we also have like a bunch of rice fields there too. So that's uh, that's what we have right now too. It's just a bunch of fields, and there's really not that's much to it. It's very um, urbanized. Now. Every what once in a while, you know that there's an old man that comes out of this hut um, with a with a hat that looks like you know what what Saban wears at Alabama, yeah, and he comes hat. out and he goes throughout the neighborhoods, and um, <clears throat> you know he recruits these kids to come play football and stuff. So and they go out in the field and just play. And I don't know his teachings are unreal. Talking about yeah. Katie High School football? Yeah, we just practice. Every sugar field can turn into a football field, huh? <laughs> as far as the eye can see. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Uh, Katie's cool, man. Katie's cool. Um, what do you like to do in Katie uh, when you get home? Oh. I'll get to that. But, yeah, but Katie in general is big, man. It's growing. Um, it's losing its its home feel for me um, just because it's getting so so overpopulated and you know I come back and we got an in and out there you know what I'm saying like there's when I go back <laughs> home next time about in and out I'm not gonna complain but you know that's one of the things where it's like the only the only time I heard of an in and out was in California and then there's one in like uh, Austin and then there's one you know there's only like three states that have them or whatever like there's one in Katy Texas Isn't like Austin and Texas buddy yeah, but that's like a big city. Katie you know what I'm Cali, saying? Like yeah. that's the capital of Texas. Yeah. Katie's right, like a little Texas suburb history. west of Houston. And you know what I'm saying? Like that's how much is growing. It's kind of losing that home feel. Oh no. Um, but it's cool, man. You know, we have a g- a great school district. There's seven, eight schools in the district. Jesus. Katie isn't just the only one. Like there's Katie Taylor, Katie Cinco Ranch. We we're just the first high school built. Um, so y'all the OG. So OGs. we are, yeah, we Shout are the OGs. OGs. We are the OGs, and we have just a tradition of excellence. You know, that's what you know their their slogan is. Um, and man, it's just it's just known for you know, Katie in general is just known for its rice and it's you know it's sugar <laughs> cane and Andy Dalton maybe. Not even Andy Dalton. I don't even know who that is. Jeez, um, man. Whoa, that's wow. our team. You know, he's man. coming on the pod next week. So he <laughs> <to> bring him <laughs> up. But um. It's 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 not like what you would think of as far as like Friday Night Lights. Like it's not that small town feel. I'm sure that's what it was back in the day, um, but it's it's been growing so much, and there's so many schools in there. Like it's it's just kind of losing its its you know its football feel, its home feel. Um, but it's man, it's a it's a great place. There's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of um, you know upscale neighborhoods. There's middle class. Like it's a it's a wide variety as far as just on oh, my bad. <laughs> there's a wide variety as far as like housing, so I mean it's it's very attractive too. You know, there's a lot of stuff to do. What do you do for fun? What do I do? Like, what do you like to do? I know you got a fun neighborhood. Drive 25, keep the kids alive. Depends. What uh, what what time of the year is it? That's a tough question for me. Yeah. Um, Christmas if Day. Win- if it's the winter time, then we're going down to the deer lease. Oh, oh. talk about this deer lease a little bit. Ooh. Tell me a little bit about the deer lease. Man, the deer lease is the deer lease is where I'm retiring. <laughs> Jeremy got himself a buck. Jeremy got the whole experience. Um, but the deer lease is where I'm retiring and where I'm living um, when it's all said and done. You know, I love the city, and I could take a plane there whenever I want, but there's there's nothing better than the countryside and, you know, being in, 
you know, the, the wild, bro, is crazy. How, 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 how awesome that is, just having cattle on the on the land and Sitting deer, exotic deer and stuff. Sitting in the deer blind. And just having no one around. Sitting <laughs> in a deer blind. None of us to bother None you. of y'all to bother me and yeah. heckle me. Yeah. No. I was there with you, buddy. I'm planning on, I'm planning on having a deer lease and, and bringing everyone, um, all of my past teammates, future teammates, hopefully future colleagues to come and just experience like what it's like to live in Texas. Exactly. Be on a piece of land in Texas and get that hunting experience. And even if you don't hunt, just, just to, you know, just to kick back and relax and get away from all the hoorah and the buzz of, of, you know, their, their job and their life. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just experience, you know, the, the campfire and just chill, chill out a little bit too. That's mm. a mind right so, there. That's like the plan that. one of these days. It's a plan. Well, Lark. Yeah. All right, Patty. You gonna wrap us up? Yeah, yeah wrap us wrap up, up a little bit, just a little. Yeah, I just gotta say, you got any shout outs for the roommates, your apartment guys? <laughs> They're gonna come <laughs> on the pod later. Are they? Yeah. Oh, uh, shout out Trav. Shout My out Trav. Boy. Shout Trav. out Sweet B. Oh yeah. God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're still working on them dishes. I love you, brother. Oh yeah. Um, we're still working on them dishes. Too late. That hasn't come out yet. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a sneak peek. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for being oh, no. us, Patty. Appreciate you. Beep, beep. That's all, folks.